What's going on, everybody? It's me, Asad Hashimali, back again with another episode of Behind the Grind. Uh, this is the podcast where I sit with people who are doing cool things on a regular basis, people whose grind I admire, people whose story I admire, people basically who are just trying to challenge the status quo. And um, if you've noticed over the past couple of episodes, we've taken quite a rift away from the standard uh, motivational stuff that was going on and we've actually started talking more along the lines of what's happening in the landscape today especially in pakistan how are some of these people that i've met actually inspired by what's happening around the world and i thought that again i'd change you know the references up fitness is a big part of my life the past couple episodes were around fitness retail came in there as well but this time we have khulud bawa with us khulud how are you i'm good how are you Isad? very well khulud is the founder of bawa of bawa design studio and um, I'm actually going to ask you firstly. Yeah. What is Bava Design Studio? How did it start? What do you okay, do? Okay, so basically the story, right? Yeah, the story behind it. Yeah. Okay, so I would say for that, for the actual story to start, we have to go like a few years back, right? Hmm. So I think I remember when I was six, seven years old, you know, I was always into art and drawing and mm-hmm. painting. And I loved Lego. Like I, Lego was like, I used to love it. Yeah. And even like, you know, sometimes things are broken. So yeah. I used to like open telephones and see what's inside. So I was always, I felt like I always knew that I was always into a creative field. Mm-hmm. Like art was something that I was always, like I felt like I wanted to do that. But the thing is also, uh, so in university and in school, I always had art. I went for art, but I always kept my options open because I have two other sisters. I don't have a brother, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad uh, has his own business. Mm. So he was like, you know what, you help me out. And I was like, okay, fine. You know what, I'll keep my options open. I'll have this, which I really want to do. But that is also something like economics. And I remember I was really good at it also. So I was like, I was like, you know what, let's just see. Mm-hmm. But eventually when it was time to choose, I was like, you know what, this is something that I really want to do. And then my dad was like, fine. Why do you, I have martial are very supportive parents, yeah. right? So he was like, fine, do whatever you want to do, but do it, right? Uh-huh. So I was like, fine, say it. So when I, did this happen, by the way? When did, you, when did you make the jump into your own venture? Into, oh, this is after, so basically I graduated and then I worked for three years at Ashish Shahid Abdullah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, so this also stems from the fact that my dad, uh, I'm from a Mayman family, right? Mm-hmm. So my dad has his own business. So, you know, I have grown up with the idea of saying, you know, profits are always better than salaries. Mm-hmm. You know, so I knew, so my dad was like, you know what, start off, you need to, as soon as you graduate, you need to work. You mm-hmm. need to work for somebody else, learn from them, and then eventually do your own thing, right? Yeah. So I had that sort of a thing that, you know what, I'll probably do something of my own. Mm-hmm. So after I graduated, this is like, so I went into this field and uh, basically, so I started off as soon as, I, and I graduated in India, I was in India's Valley. Mm-hmm. And I initially went for architecture okay. for Indian this Valley, right? And then from architecture, I switched to interior design. Mm-hmm. And then interior design, the department wasn't, I wasn't very, wasn't very happy. happy. And I yeah. was one of those kids, you know, the studious 10A student. And I was like, what am I doing? You know, I like this department wasn't, I don't know at that time. So this one of, one of, one of my friends, she was uh, switching to UK for this course. And it was interior architecture. And I was like, you know what? This is brilliant. It's a good mixture of architecture and interior design also. So yeah. I was like, yeah. So then I graduated and then I went to UK and then that's how it happened. And so it, when I came back and then eventually, yeah. So I was like, 
Bauer Design Studio is, and that's also an interesting story, by the way, behind Bauer Design Studio. Yeah. So when I was in university, um, there was a very famous architect called Jeffrey Bauer. He's a Sri Lankan architect. Okay. So when I was in university, you know, people used to say, "Oh, are you related to Jeffrey Bauer?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm related to him." <laughs> As I know. With the no. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, no, no, no. But so, so that resonated with me, right? And my surname yeah. is Bauer. So I was like, you know what? Just let's just use that. Yeah. So that was in how. the UK. Yeah, this was in UK and this was also in Indus. People at Indus, because my surname was Bauer, right? So uh-huh. they used to ask me here also. Ah. So I was like, yeah, wow, you know, you might as well just use it. All right, interesting. So yeah. So you came back from the UK, you started working at Arshad Shahid Abdullah. How was that experience? Oh, that was great. I think I've been so blessed, Alhamdulillah, that you know what, initially, so my again, my dad, you know, he was just like, you know what, as soon as you graduate, don't you shouldn't i think and i would like to say to all those people who are starting new things i think it's very important to work work for somebody else and work from somebody you need to have a good boss mm-hmm. learn from that and if it's a great company then double bonus for you right yeah, yeah. but uh so my experience with arsha shahid abdullah was basically it was quite a grind so 9 15 mm-hmm. i had to put in biometric and then six nine to six the good thing was there wasn't any late sittings but but it was like if i was one minute late they would cut my salary hmm. so it was like a proper and shahid sahab himself like shahid abdullah he is she's such a charmer you know so he is like you know when you have that mentor when you have that kind of a boss who you're just like wow he's so cool yeah. you know that sort of motivates you and i remember i used to go to site and he used to be like, you know, what do you think of this place? And I used to be like, oh, it looks nice. It's good. Yeah. Certain things here and there. He was like, Tum so he was like, no, see the grout, see the small, small things. Like, and I used to be like, you know, I never, I never really saw those things. Mm-hmm. And he trained my eye. So I feel like that was a very good learning point. Mm. So I think that is that that is the key. You need to have something when you start off a place where you can actually learn. Yeah, that's where leadership yeah. kicks in. That's so yes. important yeah. to actually have that boss who's also a mentor. Yeah, who is holding your hand yes. throughout all of this as yes. well. So, what got you to jump ship? Like, if it seems like it was a great experience, it seems like you learned a lot as well. What got you to take that leap of faith and go into making your own? Oh, shop? making that. It's just so basically I was obviously um, I was I liked this like the whole like the work experience there also but obviously man when you're doing your own thing you have that power of uh, you know when you're working for somebody else in terms of design uh, mm-hmm. our field is very subjective okay yeah. it's not factual stuff there yeah, is no yeah. right or wrong right so some for an aesthetic it might be uh, some people might feel that your work is great yeah. some people might feel you know, it's say it. Mm. So I feel like when you're doing your own thing, you have that power to do exactly what you want. And it's your aesthetic. It's your individual style Mm -hmm. or it's your way of looking into things. I wanted to do this for a long time. I wanted to do something of my own also. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, you know what, if I don't do it right now, when will I do it? Yeah, it's so yeah so I took that leap of faith and I was like you know what let's just and you know what the good thing the great the weird not I don't know if I call it weird I started this during corona yeah yes so basically it hasn't you know when you asked me to come so I was like you know it hasn't been really long it's only been like one year and four months since I started this but I so 
we have a friend yeah. who uh, whose name I'm not going to take right now yeah, yeah. but I asked as like I saw a video of yours and you had this soundtrack on and I asked what was the name of the sound uh, yeah, the song Yeah, she and, asked me about and, it. She was the, like the answer was only given when I'd follow your page. So I was under this impression that you were doing uh your design studio for a while now and it was quite yeah. hush hush and then you oh. decided to finally you know put it out there to the world. Oh no. So basically, yeah, yeah. So that basically corona was this is my corona baby basically I call it. Achha. So you know corona <laughs> yeah, yeah. So corona me you know how everybody was there this time and everybody was at home. Yeah. You know, there was nothing to do nowhere to go. So I was like, you know what? So what I done was I had done a project before this. I had done my brother-in-law's office. I don't know if you've heard of it. He runs a digital agency by the name of Wireledge. Mhm. So oh I've, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've done their office interiors, right? So that also gave me a portion. I was like, you know what? I'll quit my job and let's just see. And then corona came and I was like, oh shit, you know, this is a bad what happened. Ugh. So <laughs> now I don't have a job and now I'm like at home alone. Like what am I doing? So, but then this I was thought, you know what? This is a great time for me to create content. Huh. That's what, you know, the videos that you see, yeah, it's yeah. all that I did during corona. So nice. I used to like I used to do everything myself, edit them, do that. And just making content and doing rendering 3Ds also. So that's how I developed my page during that time. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very so cool. it's been like what, 1 year, 4 months, I would say. All right. So how's it been since the start of it? Of course, I'm sure lots of challenges, lots of ambiguity to now where mm-hmm. things seem to be normal. normal yeah so so to speak how's it been for you over the over the past year and a half ish man i think mashallah it's been it's been great it's been yeah, uh, yeah. it's been uh, so i start as i said like i start i had a, a project before before i started so that obviously gives you a little confidence you know i knew there's one thing and then when i during corona when i started putting up my content you know a lot of people approached me through instagram also and it was a lot of it was a uh, word of mouth also like you know through asa i've been working with clients so they would refer to me so i did this place at Shehbaz recently it's called Margo's it's a bakery mm-hmm. and a cafe so that's my first commercial project that I've done really yeah so wow. mashallah it's on a great nice location yeah, also yeah. so that is something that I did then I did a small pop up temporary exhibition space mm-hmm. and I'm doing a modeling of an uh, staging of an apartment and now I'm doing a motorcycle showroom and I'm very excited about it and it's the first time they're bringing in motorcycles for women Really? Yeah. So okay. and they were like, you know, you, we want a girl also on board. So just to, you know, to mm-hmm. have that thing that you know, a girl is designing a showroom also. Mm-hmm. So it's been great, but then I see it's not easy. You know, when mm-hmm. I was doing 9 to 5, now I feel it's so much easier. You know, now I feel there is no time to switch off. It's like constant you're just in a constant ab kya karna, you know, and what do you have to do next? How do you keep on going? What do you do? And then I feel that initially i was creating a lot of content and now i i don't get the time mm-hmm. i don't there is so much to do and also because it's not like i have a big so one of the struggles i would say is you know when i started off i was like should i have a big team should i not have a big team should i do it mm-hmm. and then my dad again you know because he's like a bit, you know he he keeps on feeding and he's like you know what right now because i genuinely i honestly really enjoy designing right mm-hmm. so he is like you know what you don't want to be going around running an office don't do that right now start slow slow and steady around se dekho see how it goes how the flow of things are mm-hmm. so uh, so right now i do all the 3d work i outsource my drawing so i have mm-hmm. a cat person he does that but now i feel like i need to expand like i've been looking into like new places where i can like sit and have an office and have two three people on board mm-hmm. you know slowly expand but it's just you so far right now it's just me i'm the designer but obviously i have a team of 3d person a cad person but right now i make 3d's myself also okay 
but just yeah. from my understanding yeah what is it what is a typical day like in your profession as well because i've always been curious to know okay interior yeah. designer what is, yeah. what is that field yeah. you know all together yeah. i just so uh, uh, you know what you said interior designer there's also a very uh, you know people get confused what is an interior designer and hmm. interior so obviously i have graduated in interior architecture but yeah. interior design also sort of sits within interior architecture right hmm. so architecture is basically if i say it in terms of economics you know it's a macro it's the shell right, right? Archite- okay. architecture now you're talking my language yes that's why that's what's easier right <laughs> yes. yeah so but then when you talk about interior design that's like design a building from inside out so okay. interior architects are also uh, they do a lot of structural stuff interior okay. designers they might not not necessarily but because i've done interior architecture i know a lot about uh, structural things so a lot of space planning zoning you know how you want the seating to be so interior architects are uh, sort of connected and they are bought on board way earlier and so they can be sort of involved with the technicians with the contractors and builders okay. interior designers somewhat they would say or interior decoration is also another we we do all of that but interior design is more about like furnishing a room or like aesthetics of a room so even that is and my company is more about its interior architecture mm-hmm. you know so when i did this restaurant and a bakery so it wasn't just like furnishing a building or a room it was also about the architectural the external part also okay yeah so does this mean so the that, day of hmm. course sorry i'm just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so the day okay so with us there is uh, there are two basic things right so one is the design part right uh-huh. so when i when i start something i always start off with a narrative or a conceptual idea for me that is what keeps me going you know you need to have a story behind because art as itself is a very subjective thing right yeah. so there is no wrong chair or right chair for room what is a right chair is that conceptually the story should match up and that's why you're choosing that right yes, so yeah. for me that is exciting that keeps me going right so a uh, design part so i keep my days in such a way that if i have site visits hmm. uh, i keep few hours in the morning where i'm just like sort of designing and doing things and then second half jab aapki labor utti hai 11 baje ke baad then i do site visits and then i go on site and then i make sure everything that i've done on paper on design drawing packages it's being executed on site okay yeah so then you also have to go for materials you have to go for all of this paint work and all of that too okay So it's wow! Sort of, yeah, okay. it's a lot of site work, also. Obviously, I'm sure, yeah. and you also have to communicate that. So yes. that's a very big element. Lot of yes, that is also very big. Hmm. You know, the communication of the first is the designing and the 3D person who makes the drawings, and mm-hmm. then the drawings get executed by the contractor. So a lot of to and fro. Okay. Yeah. Another interesting. Yeah. So, what is it? Um, well, while you were actually explaining the difference between interior architecture and interior and design yes. and architecture. But all right. Yes. Yes, yes, you're okay, right. Cool. You're good. Yeah. All right. So, does that mean that your role could be taken up by one of these two extremes? Or yes, of course. So you see a lot of now I see a lot of architects are doing interior design work. Hmm. And so and I can also I feel like now right now I'm doing interior architecture, right? And I can do interior design and then it's sort of like a flow of things. An architect can do all of these and interior designer is more in tune with the details. It's a more detailed work, right? So you mm-hmm. see things in a very small perspective rather than architecture is a little more volume. It's a little big, right? So you go back. 
So obviously it's true and true. A lot of architects are doing interior work. A lot of interior designers or ar- interior architects are also doing architecture. Mm-hmm. So you know, with experience, obviously you learn, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like a one big umbrella. Mm-hmm. I would say even not even architecture, interior. I would say art as a discipline mm-hmm. is one big umbrella. Once you have the composition and you know all of these things, if you have a good eye, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of art disciplines are, you know, you can go to and fro. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, tell me about in your day to day. I'm sure that there are just challenges of communication. Yes, of course. Right. Yeah. I want to know a little bit about that. Like, what's actually going on behind the scenes? Even some of these these projects coming on, there's a lot of competition. Of course. And then on top yeah, of that, yeah. you're starting off. You're yeah. new. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're alone. There's yeah. not really oh, any backing as such. I think when you're starting something new, one of the main challenges you feel very lonely. You know, when you start off, no, it's a real I thing because you know no, no, why. I'm smiling because it's like yes, you're preaching it's same, right? Because you know, because yeah, you know what? I you know, so the three years you used to go in office and you're like a room full of people, you're talking, and you know what? Now what I miss, I actually miss the to and fro, the dialogue between two people because their design improves a lot. Mm-hmm. Even if you're talking to a non-art person, a person who doesn't know anything about your work, just talking to some. and discussing your idea sort of pushes it more pushes it more so that is a big you know when you're doing your own thing i was like corona when i was sitting in my room i was like what the hell is going on <laughs> so you know i was like <laughs> but no but it's been but i think that's a challenge right so you learn yeah. how do you discipline yourself for that oh man you know what i feel i feel there should be a class in university about what about good work ethic Hundred percent. There should be. They they should tell you. They should teach you. Yeah. Yeah. What is you know? How do you do it? And you know what I feel? I feel people should stop romanticizing the idea of grinding twenty four seven. There is. It's not. I, I personally feel. And in Pakistan, we both there. You know, Karachi. Mm-hmm. Me, I feel. It's maybe the. Jab tak you are not doing the late sitting. Mm-hmm. They have this say. Oh, you're probably not working hard enough. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not doing the late hours, yeah. but why do you have to? Of course, you know, you need to when you, the person who goes forward is also the one who's putting in extra work. You mm-hmm. need to put in that extra work. But I also feel it's very important to take care of yourself. Hundred percent. Yes, and and I think I've always been into fitness in terms of you know when I told you about my swimming background, so I mm-hmm. got into swimming, into competitive swimming, when I was uh, around six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've done national level. I've even done. Sort of participated in international. I've trained for that, so I went to Islamabad for a month, and I had ah. a Chinese coach. But that didn't happen because of nine ah, eleven. So okay. I trained for that, and 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 I think it stems that sort of taking care of yourself, fitness. Huh. That's been sort of one constant thing in my life. You okay. know, I've always because that's for me. That's dealing with life. Hmm. You know, you just need. And sometimes when I'm working out more, that means something is going wrong. So you know, I need to like t- I take it out on that. And also yeah. another thing, I feel like I've always been into uh, praying, okay. not saying religious or whatever, but, but like being one with yourself. Yes, and also sort of praying in terms of because I feel I can be a bit of a stress ball sometimes. Hmm. So you know, when I do pray, and I feel like you know what, He's gonna take care of it. Just hmm. have faith and have that that believe in yourself that you know what He's sitting up there for a reason. Yeah. He's gonna take care of shit. So yeah. you know that sort of calms you. So yeah. these two things, uh, obviously. So again, coming back to work ethic, mm. right? So work ethic, I feel, is very important. You need to discipline that discipline. And I think for me, that's why I say, if you are starting up something new, you need to probably work with somebody so that you get that discipline of working nine, 
टू सिक्स और अगर नाइन टू सिक्स नहीं करना आई नो लॉट ऑफ पीपल से ओ बट नहीं मुझसे भी नहीं होता यू नो समाइम्स आई एम सिटिंग द होल डे बिकॉज आई कॉन्ट आई कॉन्ट डिज़ाइन आई कॉन्ट इट डजेंट हैपन सो इट्स ओके इट्स ओके टू हैव बैड डेज बट यू नीड टू कीप गोइंग यू नीड टू हैव दैट वर्क आई थिंक दैट नो आई हैव टू बिकॉज इफ यू कैन स्टार्ट ऑफ टू थ्री आवर्स लेट you know rat me you have to stay up and work right you have to make up for that time and when you are doing your own thing there is you are the boss you have to take care of deadlines yeah. there is no one else covering up covering up for you or being like okay fine i'll do the work there is yeah. no one who do i give my work to i have to do it myself right yeah yeah so that is important and taking care of yourself i feel personal development is also very very important hmm. uh, in order to move forward for mm-hmm. a company you need that you know the personal growth mm-hmm. and that comes with taking care of yourself how will you give and how will you do you know it's like i feel like human body is like a machine right yeah. if you don't take care of it you're not going to perform mm-hmm. it's not going to happen so for so it depends like for exercise for you know fitness or whatever mental health also i feel like that's also very important yeah. now yeah. but i feel like you know the the aspect of discipline i feel like when you say work ethic needs to be taught in university i complete i couldn't agree with you more actually yeah but i also feel that especially in creative fields i think discipline also needs to be taught formally because we need to be backspace is also like a creative consultancy firm right yeah. me and my business partner run this in such a way is that we are the ones that are setting accountability and we are the ones that are also setting expectations for clients as well and oh. vice versa right mm. so that means is that yes there are times where you will face a creative rut where you will face that block as well and that's natural and i think that I I don't have a formal creative background. I studied economics and finance but I'm creating content as oh, you can see, right? Yes. So but for me the way I see it is that we have to kind of coach ourselves or try to practice mm. some kind of um behaviors or, or or fix a routine in which we can get that creativity out when we want it to come out and not be you know a victim of it in some way yeah that's a, that's a very good point yeah you know that's at, true, at, yeah. and that's also because it can be exhausting that too when mm. you get into that creative space and like you're on this high that can also be exhausting as well that can kill you as well entirely yeah. as well you know and i yeah. feel like that's not spoken about yeah of course yeah you know, i think yeah the grind and the hustle yes is also overly romanticized i agree even though i am one who does it as well even i am also a victim of that exactly but, but at the same time i comp- i get i agree with you self awareness is key yes and, that's uh, very important and yeah. self help also yes. throughout this whole process yeah But tell me about the the challenges that you face as a female entrepreneur doing all of this. Oh, that's like oh, that's like. So you know when I started off, and uh, I remember this first project. I went to. I had a meeting, and I went to it, and he was like, "Oh, ये तो बच्ची है. आपने पढ़ लिया है, बिल पूरा पढ़ लिया है. सब आप कर लेंगे, मैम ना हाँ. अच्छा अब शौक क्या काम कर रही हैं? And I was like, Why would you? What do you mean, like? you know it's and i also feel like the labor here you know being a girl sometimes they don't take you very seriously hmm. i don't know this sort of doubt the same thing if a guy or if a, you know somebody else is saying they're going to listen they're going to be like acha ye you know so that's why i feel like you know what when i go to site i need to be confident in mm-hmm. myself i need to know what the hell i'm doing even if sometimes i don't know what the hell am i doing here. Yeah. i need to be confident so that i feel like my labor is sort of like nahi nahi you know madam ko pata hai kya kar rahi you know mm-hmm. so that is that is a challenge and also i feel like with my sort of work you know sometimes i don't go to clients or i don't take certain clients who i feel can be a little shady mm-hmm. you know don't go to site at a particular after particular time 
Because you know what, no matter what you say, there is a limitation when it comes to that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to go to a place or somewhere where I feel like, you know, I'm just feeling a little uncomfortable or there is this. So there is a challenge, obviously, being good. You know, you have to sort of make sure hmm. certain things. Yeah. But yeah. this is, there's also that, it's a very, hats off to you also, because I yeah. can only, I can only imagine the the expectations that then come from you from for yourself also mm. because you can't show any form of vulnerability whatsoever yeah. it's even it's even more so for for women mm. in, in in that kind of position mm. um you can't slack in any way you can't also come across as the shockia type like as you mentioned yes, yeah, yeah. how do you how do you personally overcome that like you can at one point you can also choose mm. not to pick up a particular project mm. but then in the day-to-day -day, how do you navigate that yeah i feel i don't know man i just feel that you know what it's also very yes fine being confident and you know being a girl it's different but at the end of the day you know what you need to own your work hmm. You know, you need to be able to say to yourself, yes, you have to be confident, but you have to, I have to go back and talk to myself and be like, you know what, I didn't do that properly. Hmm. You know, because you need to own your mistakes when you're working, you need to recognize the fact that you're not being a victim. Hmm. I'm not a victim just because I'm a girl. I'm not a victim. So what? It's okay. You know, you can manage, you can manage your work. What, what the main thing is and what's important is don't blame others. Don't blame if, for example, if I'm going to the site and something goes wrong, I don't blame the contractor. Oh, you know what? You didn't do this properly or the client. Oh, but you know what? You asked me to do this. That's why it's it's very important to sort of recognize your own mistakes also, because that's how you grow and that's how you learn. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's okay to be vulnerable. I think there's nothing wrong. It's okay. So it's fine. You know, there is, there is a difference. Biologically, men and women are different. Mm. You know, when I say that, you know, labor sometimes doesn't take you seriously, then on the flip side, you know, our labor, and I've had a very good experience, they're very respectful. Mm. You know, I haven't had a very bad experience that I felt like, oh, you know what, this guy, guys, actually, when I go to size, they're so respectful. They're like, oh, bhaji, you know, they get me chai, they get me, you know. So, and the same way, when the man or the, like, the guy goes, you know, they're really, literally little like a little batamese and you know a little joking around yeah. but when a girl comes in they're also so you know there's a flip side also yeah so it's not really hmm. and clients are good man they are they understand i feel yeah. you know the people that i've worked with and you know what i feel you need to operate from a paradigm of service your aapka work ethic and second is also your value system you know you need to have a good moral compass hmm. don't operate from the fact that you know what i need to make shitloads of money you know looto hmm. logon no, it's not about it's it, well, obviously, that is a reward, right? Yeah, when you do yeah. good work, you need that. But it's also because, you know, I feel like life is sort of, you know, it's the third mm. law, Newton's law. Mm. For every action, there's an, an equal, equal and opposite right? reaction. So yeah. I feel like in order to move forward in life, you need to give back. You need to. I, I used to, you know, and I'm a, I used to sometimes initially feel like my work can be a little frivolous. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, does that client really need that chair? You know, do I do? So, but then I started thinking in a way that, you know what, for me, when I create a space, it's not just a physical, it's also a psychological sanctuary, right? Mm. So a place can also be, you know, you can make a client, you can make the client feel uplifted, energized, just by doing a nice space. You know, when there's a natural light, when there are plants around, you automatically, you know, become like, you know, the space becomes good, right? So if 
failure if for me the client and I'm, I'm this is in a way giving back you know when your job and your skill you see that as like you're giving a service mm. you know that becomes sort of like a gift i don't want to sound very preachy but for me i think it's a mindset yes, right you need to it have, is the mindset yeah. and that is very important and i feel like for me my client and i am we are on the same team you know mm. and when you want others to win you know winning always finds a way back to you i i feel that that's how i operate interesting yeah very cool so when it comes to the business itself mm. um looking at how you're operating it what you've learned so far when do you feel is the right time to scale up have you been thinking about that oh yes for sure as i said earlier like you know initially that was a conscious decision on my part to start off small mm-hmm. because i was like you know what and it's also very important to learn mm-hmm. if i keep a cat person if i keep a 3d person of course i worked for 3 years so cat sorry so yeah. cat is basically you know when you design something on paper on 2d right you make a 3d and then you make a whole drawing package out of it okay. so that you give that thing to the contractors and then they see the drawings and then they build okay. that things so you have i have a draftsman as they say mm, okay a draftsman so um initially i feel like it's also very important to learn mm. you know if i have a draftsman if i have a 3d person yes i have it if i don't know my work how will i know if he's making a fool out of me if a 4 hours work he's doing it in 8 hours mm. right so right now i feel like slow and steady you know have patience i'm going to like go but now i feel it's time i you know i need a place where i can hire people i've done, i'm planning to do that i've i've been looking going around looking at places i found this place where mm-hmm. i feel like i need to hire two three people and then slowly expand so inshallah by probably like two months from now i will be like moving into yeah think awesome yeah. man great great so okay i actually didn't expect that <laughs> cool so when you when you were growing up Yeah. You I, I think you've already answered this but when you were growing up did you think that you would be doing this? Did you think you would be starting off your own your own venture um in a design studio? You know what's so funny? You know how when you're young you need to write those essays? What yeah. do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. I always wrote uh so my and I, i used to go so you know i always like the uh, the blend of art and science also so my dad was like ha architecture is good you know interior design so i always used to write that so i knew i knew mm-hmm. from the beginning that you know i had that creative mm-hmm. it needs to go into that direction but i was also like you know i need to help my dad in some way because my younger sister she does that now she's doing that okay and sometimes i feel like you know you know when you you're talking about oh you need to have a dream or like hmm. you know something yes probably and like my motto is you know whatever you do in life dil laga kar karo but that dil laga kar karo is also it comes in when you really love something right hmm. so and i knew that i was gen- i genuinely enjoy doing this so i was like i i probably had an idea that i would probably be doing this mm-hmm. yeah so it's been going well alhamdulillah it's been going as per plan uh uh-huh. Yeah. And along the way has there been any um important lesson that you feel like you've learned that has just stuck with you throughout? Yeah, I feel as I said earlier, you know, that you need to own up to your work. You mm-hmm. need to be honest to yourself. Don't be the victim and don't blame your shortcomings on somebody else. You know, there is no perfect. I when I started off, I was like my first project will be will be perfect. It mm. is not it won't be perfect. It can't be perfect, right? Because every winner was once a loser, right? That's mm-hmm. how you start off. So, and then I was and I feel like you need to be uh you need to tell you need to be able to come back home from site, mm-hmm. sit on your own and be like, you know what? Probably that was a bad design decision. 
you know that's how you learn it's called so, humility yes and you know what yeah. my dad has told me this my dad is like you know what whenever you do a project make a list mm-hmm. make a list of all the bad design decisions what all the stuff that you've learned the bad and the good side also what mm-hmm. stuff that you've learned from that yeah. and i went to my dad and my dad after i finished the marcos project so my dad was like oh did you make that list i was like yeah i made that list it's on my head he was like no put it on paper write it down so that you know when you're going back you know this so that is a lesson i feel like when you can only grow and you learn if you acknowledge your mistakes and you know you have made a mistake you can't it's you're not yeah. a god give that you know you will do everything perfectly yeah so that's one of the yeah lessons that i've learned and so the next question is actually advice for other business owners mm. but i also like keep looking at how this conversation is going what two pieces of advice would you give to new and upcoming businesses or startups um based on one one piece one one piece of advice that i'm expecting or i'm yeah. hoping for is like for the soul for the heart oh, and the nice. other ones for the brain yes keeping in mind that now you also have to take care of finances payroll Uh, oh, yes. receivables yeah. procurement yeah client servicing you know all that jazz yeah 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 you agreed know? yes so i think you know what first um if you if i limit it down to two pieces of advice i think first is obviously when you're starting up something it's very important i would say don't start as soon as you graduate you know learn 3 to 5 years you need to learn from a good boss or from a good company you need to learn how it's done it i think it's important right and and in that you need you learn discipline you learn all of that and second thing is to you really need to find what you like in life you really need it for your heart and your heart knows it right when you find the real when the thing that really it doesn't feel like work because you really enjoy it so i feel like sort of find your dream not mm-hmm. your parents's dream your dream right mm-hmm. you need to do that because and then it's just there is no formula there is no formula it's just hard work and i learned this because i used to swim and i did it from a very early age nothing is going to come in a plate for you mm-hmm. there's nothing there there is no such thing you need to do hard work just hard work where those blinders you know horses blinders blinkers yeah. and every consistent hard work every day and then after you do that hard work you need to have faith and you need to believe you need to believe that it's going to work out it's mm-hmm. you know everything is going to fall into place and it's going to happen mm-hmm. so i think the grind there is no escaping there is no okay or oh, you know what and i say that startup is not it's not a sprint when you start up or you start a new thing it's not a sprint it's a marathon mm-hmm. it's consistent hard work throughout the years it's a lot of patience and you know you slowly climb up the ladder yeah. right so this is what it is cool cool i have a question about because of your swimming Yeah. I know you've broken records at an early oh, age yeah. as well. Yes. Uh where well, was a 50 meter freestyle and butterfly oh, as well, wow, right? You followed, I huh? did. I oh, saw Nice, nice. 33.38 seconds for freestyle 50 meters and oh, wow. 37.3 seconds for the 50 yes. meter butterfly. Yes. Did I get that right? Yes, yeah. nice. Is there anything else? Yeah, uh, there. Well, no, well, you have. No, I think you've covered it. Yes, yeah? I have. Okay, awesome. Yes. Awesome. All right. When you were at that age, yes. Did you have this mindset then also or do you just feel like Oh, you know what? I should I tell you one thing honestly? I was quite badass when I was young. And you know how did that happen? That was because you know my my dad used to be like initially I started off just for fun, you know. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Say, yeah, I'm going to train." And my dad is like, "It's just a sport. It's okay. You win and lose. You do the hard work and then it's okay. You know, just have faith." 
and probably that gave me confidence to fail. It was okay. I was like, fine, it's a race. But you know what? The real scary stuff happened. The real scary shit. It started when I started winning. You know, when you win, then you don't want to go back. Yeah. It's 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 fun when you come from start from here and then you slowly go up. But yeah. when you're up there, and then then that's how when I started to get scared. I was like, oh no, now I don't want to lose. I had. You set the bar too high. Yeah, no, no. Well, you know, it was hard work. I'm saying yeah. it's just hard work. I remember, like, I used to swim. We have we used to have a coach, and everybody used to be like, "Oh, you know what? If there are five lengths, people would end up doing like four. I did every damn length. So you know, I was like, you know, I have to do it. But I, but that is because I have this obsessive personality, and I feel that is also one of the lessons. You need to have an obsessive personality to. get somewhere and i read this thing and it really resonated with me is that people who are exceptionally great at something mm. they have that obsession for improvement mm. and that obsession for improvement actually stems from the fact that they believe that they're not great at all you know it's called the anti entitlement Yeah. Where did you read that? Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I so I read a that. lot of stuff. I, I need to see this. So you know, so you know what I mean when I say personal development is also yeah. very important. So I yeah. feel like during my free time, I read a lot. I read to try to like, and that helps. Yeah. That really helps with that kind of mindset. It also helps, I think, cleanse out. Yeah. The, yeah. The guck and the trash in yes, the brain. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For so, sure. So Kulud, I won't take too much of your time. I yes. just have one last question for yes. you, and this is something I ask everybody. Mm. Um, if you could go back in time, and if you could meet your former self, maybe two thousand three record breaking Kulud. Um, oh wow! What would you say to her? I would say I feel like personally I don't have any regrets, and I feel no one should have regrets, right? You know, you, I am me, and you are you because of your own personal journey mm-hmm. and your own personal experience, right? So. I don't believe but what I would like to say to myself is you know what there is no shame in making mistakes. I think you know when you're younger you feel like everything is going to be perfect. Perfect life. You know everything is your grades, your everything. There yeah. is there is don't be scared to go out there and do some major mishaps, right? Yeah. Don't be scared. Do do it. Do you need to fail in order to like grow. And I feel like you don't need don't go after a perfect life. Go after a fulfilling life, right? Mm. So that is one thing. Don't don't be afraid. Don't mm. be afraid to take that plunge. Don't be afraid. You know, sometimes the things that really scare you, mm-hmm. those are the best experiences of your life. But elaborate on yeah. that. You said don't go yeah. after a, a successful life, go after a fulfilling life. Don't go after a What did I? Oh no! Don't. No, sorry, <laughs> but what do you mean by fulfilling life? Fulfilling. Don't go after a perfect life. Perfect life. Perfect yes, life. Right. Perfect life. I'd say that you know what? Sometimes when I'm starting off a project, I feel like this project is going to be perfect. Oh, you know what? I need to be. It's going to be. Everything is going to fall into place. No, but you. I feel like mistakes. are also part of your success, yeah. right? You need to make mistakes in order to grow. and to do something well you need to go through the, it's a journey right you mm-hmm. so you can't just i can't just expect that i'm going to start a company and all of my projects from the beginning they're going to be perfect or they're mm-hmm. going to be like best or no it's 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 slow climb right mm-hmm. so that's what i mean that there is no such thing when i was younger i felt like i don't know i had this whenever i used to do something i was like oh i'm going to make a mistake or whatever right and now i'm just i'm now i'm like it's okay just do it mm. just go with your heart with your gut because you know it in your heart you know what's the right thing so go for it and do it 
shit. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for your yeah. time, Kalut. I hope Welcome. you had fun. Yeah, I had fun. It was like a very fluid, fun talk. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Many people think it's therapeutic as well. Yes, it think. is. You know what? Yeah. I actually find that's what therapy has. Why yeah. people like because yeah. it's just like talking, getting your stuff out. Yeah, and yeah. I think everyone has. There's a lot of stories to hear. There's a lot yeah. of uh, stories to also tell as well. It's good yes. to put it out there to the world. So thank you for sharing Welcome. yours. Yes. This was a pleasure. Um, hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. That was Khulud Bawa from Bawa Design Studio. You should check out her Instagram page. It's all linked in the description. And um, I'm sure you're always open for work. Yes. Yes, of course. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> all right. But till the next one, everybody. Peace out. Bye bye.